Hey guys, what's up? Man, tough day. <laughs> Not a good weekend for the Clippers. Not great. Uh, but we are Locked On Clippers, <laughs> part of the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your dude, William, Seasonal Affective Disorder, Updike. <laughs> and I am trying to be positive Chuck Mockler. Yeah, let's hope you can bring it up. Uh, man, guys, I'm still like at a loss. Uh, from the loss. From the loss uh, to the heat on Saturday. Oh, the drubbing. Yeah, I waited to watch that fourth quarter for <laughs> until today. Um, I was really, really disappointed. Brought you down. It, yeah, it really, <laughs> it really put a damper on things. Um, but anyways, we got a heck of a show still. We do. Uh, we're still here. <laughs> we're not taking those sort of L's. Uh, we're going to start off with a recap of the game, if you want to call it that, against the Heat. <laughs> the massacre. The <laughs> um, Saturday Night Massacre. And then today is Monday, so we've got a regular Monday segment, the Freshies, Fresh. where we talk about some uh, some fresh blood, some fresh stuff we need to see. Yeah. And then we're going to wrap it up with a preview of tonight's action against the Suns. So all that and more coming up right about now. So apparently the Clippers tried to play a basketball game on Saturday. Yeah. They lost a hundred. I don't know if try is the operative. <laughs> word. They were there <laughs> that, that that game. So the Clippers lost 121 to 98 against the heat. And this game reminded me of a quote that my friend's mom once said where I know you're going to class, but you aren't present in class. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what this game. Felt they did like. the bare minimum by fielding an amount of players that keeps you from being disqualified. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the heat had nine healthy humans. <laughs> And they beat us. Yeah, we didn't even have a coach at the end of it, for God's <laughs> sakes. <Yeah. laughs> um, some quick stats. Tobias led the Clickers, uh, Clippers with 20. Lou had 18 points on 16 shots. We'll get into that later. For the Heat, Dwayne Wade led all scorers with 25, including five triples, which kind of that's kind of weird. And then Justice Winslow had 21 with nine assists. So, what do you think happened? Uh, oh, man. Bunch of stuff. Uh, I don't think that we we just didn't look good out there. Uh, defensively, I don't know what people were doing. It man. was like Patrick Beverly wasn't getting his hand up in guys' faces. Yeah, yeah. The, and the interior defense was particularly poor. There were plays where there were three, legitimately three dudes in the lane, all looking the opposite way of where <gasps> the action was going, what? and then still <laughs> getting scored on. Uh, it was truly atrocious. It was like the definition of discombobulated on both ends. Yeah, and <laughs> we did allow them to get a lot of second chance points. It ended up only being uh, 24 to 15 in favor of Miami, but watching it, I was like, man, they're getting so many opportunities on, on every single shot. It's ridiculous. Yeah, there was no real boxing out. Uh, we got out-rebounded by 10. We lost the turnover battle. battle. They made 13 threes. We made seven. This was another classic, like as Doc would say, we just got our butts kicked. Yeah, we definitely got our butts kicked. Uh, they ran, uh, something interesting is that they only had nine dudes. <laughs> they only had nine dudes, and like they're, they were so thin that they had to run a zone defense just because like they didn't have enough capable defenders out there, and they still just ran us off the freaking court. And it worked. Yeah, it, uh, I talked about in our game preview that this would be a little bit of a coaching battle, and uh, I think Spo definitely Dude. came out on top with that one. That was like really well... They, I, as mad as I am at the loss, it was really well put together. It was just an incredibly smart move to play mm -hmm. that way. Um, yeah. And it showed some pretty obvious flaws in our system. One of the biggest things, speaking of flaws, is we went 7 for 29 from 3. And I think... So we're still 29th in the league in 3's taken. Yeah. With some with people like Gallo. 29 isn't a whole lot to take. No, not at all. Um, 
Yeah, we're still 29th in the whole league with guys like Gallo and Lou and Mike Scott who can really put these shots up. This seems like a thing where, I mean, usually against zones, you're supposed to be able to hit three-point shots. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's the thing is that if a little bit of outside shooting could have just crumpled this thing uh, pretty instantaneously. Uh, it just never really happened. There were some there were some clutch threes. I think Mike Scott hit one to either tie or grab the lead at one point. I think he hit his one clutch three. Um, he went one for seven from three. Oh wow! Oof. Yeah, not good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the three point shooting really wasn't happening. It's it's interesting to me because the guys that I thought were going to hurt us the most didn't even freaking play. Yeah. Um, no white. There was no white side. There was no uh, Josh Richardson. Their best players were not playing. Yeah. I think sometimes maybe it seems like this trend. It seems like our offense is maybe getting a little too cute when it comes to three pointers. What do you mean by that? Like, oh, take them when we need them. I see. You know, like when we're down. I mean, when you lose by what, 23? 23 points, it would be nice to see maybe more than 29 threes taken. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing was is uh, I'd rather even take them for the miss. I know that our our percentage was super low, Yeah, but like you still got to gamble the odds on that one. Absolutely. Um, and I'd rather see... Uh, yeah, I'd rather see a missed three than a terrible turnover or a bad possession. Yeah, or a uh, long two. Yeah, the turnovers weren't that bad. We committed 15, uh, which isn't great, but they had 11. So, it's. I mean, in my opinion, that's pretty negligible. Yeah, um, agreed. The assist numbers really, uh, really stuck out at me. They had almost double the amount of assists that we did. And granted, now a lot of that is because they played so heavily in the paint. Um, yeah. And they, you know, they... They just had easy lobs all freaking yeah. I I don't understand really what was happening there on defense. I don't know if the guys just like they got too confused because of the zone. That, <laughs> or they, like, I think they were so confused that they were only seeing nine guys. Yeah. It's like, wait, you again? No, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. I, I I really don't even I I really don't even words, know like, yeah, what to say about that. But it was not a good. It was just one of those performances where everything was so bad. Yeah. Which yeah, I this, guess is a positive? Like, I don't know. Hopefully these don't happen more again. Yeah, like we're trying to get it out of the system. John Cooperman, shout out John Cooperman. Always on, on Twitter. Twitter. Uh, he brought up a point. Uh, he had asked if I thought that the issue was more in the shooting woes or the Clippers being a little bit found out now that we're, you know, more than a quarter of the way into the season. Yeah. And, you know, the shooting woes can't be ignored. Uh, it was bad, especially <laughs> especially near the rim. I think Trez only finished like 50% of attempts. Yeah, um, which for him is like 30% for any regular human. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't very good. And we've talked about before how sometimes he doesn't have the softest touch uh, near the basket, especially when the pace picks up. He, he really is unable. He gets so um, jacked up. Yeah, he like. gets really jumped up. But I do worry about the latter, about it is now, you know, Clippers, uh, we had our our days in the sun on top of the West. And I'm not saying that it won't happen again, but um, I do think that teams have a little bit figured it out, especially these zone defenses, for whatever reason, seem to be particularly effective against this squad. We get so flustered. We get so flustered. And I think the thing is, is that's where, um, that's where you have the trouble of not having a true superstar. The guy who's like, just go wreck, just go destroy this zone. Yeah. Three possessions, go get three buckets. Yeah. Bang on these guys. And they'll have to figure something out. And, you know, obviously, though, the shooting does tie into that. If we were ever able to punish them from outside, Mm -hmm. it would have, you know, as we said, just completely crumpled this defense. Yeah. Um, Just didn't happen, man. 
I don't know. We we played what could be considered the worst quarter of any team so far this year and maybe for the whole year. I think the Suns might have had an eight-point quarter. I know the Suns had an eight-point quarter, but that's the Suns. Yeah, that's fair. And we scored nine at home against the Heat, and it was just like, didn't they go on like a 20-something, 20-something run or something like that? Like, <laughs> Will just had trouble finding his vape. I helped him out. Of that <laughs> just jam. help me find my um, vape. Oh man, I need the, the. I just need the boost. I'm really. I'm really bummed out. Um, but yeah, that was just like I watched the fourth quarter, and it's just clanging shots. Guys look like they're kind of bummed out. Like Doc got ejected from this game. Well, the thing was is which was an insane injection, but the, um, uh, we'll I'll, we'll touch on this since we're here. But I love that after getting ejected, he just said, "You suck, you suck, <laughs> you suck." He was like Shake from uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah, you suck, <laughs> like just freaking out. He got he got ejected. You suck is also just the best ref call you can ever <laughs> you make. Suck, ref, uh, he got ejected. The ref who made the call to eject him. So there was a ref right next to Doc on the touchline, like right next to him in the coaching area. Doc said something, and the ref across the court, like almost diagonal across the court, is the one who threw him out. Yeah, he's like a shark; he can smell an injection. Yeah, it was from across a basketball it was court. It was so stupid. Um, Our bench got outplayed. Yeah, yeah. the The scoring was pretty close. It was like forty nine to forty three. Uh, heat. Uh, we got out rebounded by more than ten rebounds. We got Oof. out assisted, uh, and. I mean, that's really about it. We actually had a better field goal percentage. They just took a higher volume of shots. Yeah, that was my thing kind of with the three-point thing, too. Yeah. It's like, we can shoot this great percentage, but if we're only taking 29 in today's, these days? And really, I mean, while we did get outscored every single quarter, um, (laughs) we really just, I would say we truly lost one quarter. And, yeah, the fourth. Yeah, and that... You Real know, big. Yeah, re- we just, you know, really didn't show up for one quarter, which has been kind of the story of the Clippers in yeah. losing games, uh, especially against lesser teams. And, yeah, I... Lou was crazy inefficient. 18 points on 16 shots is never good. No, no um, never what you want. Trez, 10 and 9, played horrible defense. Yeah. Which was kind of shocking. And then Mike Scott goes 1 of 7 from 3. Yeah, he's kind of been having. He seems like he's in a slump right now, and it's yeah really couldn't come at a worse time. Um, definitely the worst loss of the season. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, not time to like freak out yet, though. I don't think. Uh, freak out insofar as what? Like, if we lose to the Suns tonight, I'm going to be a little not panic mode, but like, oh, this team's got more holes than I maybe thought they did after this gleaming you know, the first 20. Yeah. I mean, we definitely like overachieved in the beginning for Uh, sure. Even by my standards, you know, my most optimistic (laughs) prediction was that we would go 500 over that stretch 14 games, uh, obviously did much better, but uh, yeah, I don't know. There, there definitely is some issues. I am honestly the most surprised at the three point shooting woes. That was not something that I figured would be a problem. It snuck up on us. There was actually the most effective lineup against this heat team was kind of a goofy one. Uh, it had Gallo at the five Ooh. with uh, with Tobias obviously playing the fo- power forward uh, position, Bradley at the three or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> and then uh, Beverly and Williams in the backcourt. Oh, weird. And uh, they played, I mean, they only played about six minutes, but they finished plus eight, and that was by, I mean, like, by a yeah. mountain, uh, the, best, the best percentage. And I... 
I thought that that was our best chance to actually win the game uh, is go for a system where we have like three out shooters. Three out shooters and then like... Uh, and then Lou who can drive the basket or shoot. Yeah, and then Tobias um, and Gallo for just some weird stuff at the four and the five. Well, I would have... To, I'm counting Tobias, uh, at least Tobias in that three out combo. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I would maybe have like... Yeah, Gallo, uh, Tobias, and Scott outside Ooh, and I like then that. have maybe Bobon at the center to soak up any rebounds as because you need better rebounding if you're just going to attempt to take a bunch Jack of threes. threes for sure um and then uh lou will running the point i think that's like it would have been an interesting lineup didn't didn't get to see any of that but uh yeah i don't know i think that that would have been an adjustment and uh, i can't fault doc for this i did say earlier that like a coach the coaching battle was definitely won by spo for sure but when a team loses by this much it's that to me is not a coach's problem. Oh yeah, yeah, he didn't um, get out coached by twenty three points. <laughs> yeah, and just because those like the threes really weren't falling, I don't think that having like a a true three out was really um was the really remedy. thought of as an a, an option at that point. Yeah, disappointing loss overall. We're gonna bounce back tonight, you guys. Uh, coming up after this, we're gonna be getting into the freshies and some general clips talk. Some new guys. What's going on with them? Before that, uh, if you're new to the Locked On Podcast Network and you follow maybe more than the Locked On Clippers, I don't know why you would, but there's other ones out there. What do you mean? You got to be following. You got to be following Locked On Rams. You got to be following Locked On Chargers. That's true. All the LA I've teams. heard there's another basketball team in Los Angeles. I can't confirm that. That, but, uh, um, not off the top of my head. I, I'm gonna have to. We'll have to check with the intern on that. Um, if you follow multiple of them, check out Locked On Net on Twitter and Instagram. You get all of the feeds aggregated into one. It's great during live stuff. Um, you can get kind of longer info on the stories and whatnot. So yeah, give it. Uh, give and it a coming follow. soon, great new show to locked on. Locked on goulash. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna be reviewing different Five goulashes. <laughs> Check out locked on net. You can get locked on goulash, locked on Clippers, locked on Rams, all in one spot. So welcome to the freshies. Our it's fresh. Nice. Our Monday report of new guys, rookies. See what's going on. So my freshie today. Jerome Robinson does have some weird foot injury. Yeah, swollen foot, I believe, is what he has. <laughs> he has like a he has like a like a. He's got a stank foot. I heard <laughs> he's got like pioneer times injury. He's got big foot. Um, so we need a boost in perimeter shooting. Yeah, evidently. Yeah. Um, it would be cool to see him maybe brought up in the next couple games after big foot syndrome heals. Yeah, he's looked. His shot looks smooth. It does, and he has a he has a quick release. Uh, he, I, I mean, from what I've seen, he seems very solid uh, defensively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's um, not like a huge liability. Yeah, I don't know. I think he also offers some more options in the pick and roll. Um, he's real shifty. Yeah, which is good, and he wouldn't. It would be nice too, because like right now for Aguacaliente, he's kind of like you know, running the point, basically. I was going to say, he can also handle the ball a little bit. Yeah. Which I think, even with our stockpile of guards, you know, we I mean, we've addressed the woes that sometimes not all those guys are playmakers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> looking at you, Beverly. Uh, <laughs> looking at you, Bradley. Uh, <laughs> He's looking so, at them right now. <laughs> so I think that, uh, I think that having him out there Adds a little bit of maybe dimension. Um, once again, though, it, he is still ruled out for tonight's game. Don't know what the comeback is like yeah. for Stankfoot. Same with <laughs> same with Luke and Bob Mute. And it'd be nice because he wouldn't have as much responsibility 
when he got called up. He'd maybe be playing the two or on the third unit or something like that. But I mean, we threw him into that Nets game, I think, to just make that one corner three and he drained it. So it's like, yeah, he's a, he can spot up. And I think shoot. he put up, I think he did, I think he hit two really nice three pointers in that. I think he shot two for three. Yeah, he can spot up and shoot. Um, I mean, anything would be better than Mike Scott's one of seven. He's been like, is he hurt or something? I don't know. I've been so disappointed lately. Dude, he like it feels like Mike Scott kind of does this thing where he'll play kind of bad, and then I'll have one game where it's like, oh, three for four from three, and then the next three games, it's just like... I think that was an issue with why the Wizards didn't end up keeping him was the, the consistency just really isn't there. For sure. And yeah, I mean, we just... We need to be firing on all cylinders on the bench. Our, our bench has regressed so much in the last few games. Uh, the you know the point differentials have been a lot closer to us even losing yeah. uh, the bench battle, which you know was not something that I thought was going to be a problem. I just thought with how deep this team is, for sure. And you know I, I'm not obviously it's not over and it's still small. I would still say it's yeah. a relatively small sample size, but it is apparent that we need more playmaking and more three point shooting on that on that second unit. Here's an interesting idea. Do you think maybe at some point, if the bench keeps being this in between bad and fine, he maybe drops Shea back into the second unit to inject some playmaking? Absolutely not. You don't think so? No. Uh, I just think that you need Shea on that first unit. We've talked about this before, before Shea was in the in the starting lineup, but like the offense is more offensive in yeah, a good way definitely. when he's out there. Um, Maybe just more minutes for Shea then as a whole. I think it could just be more minutes for Shea that as a whole. Um, Run him into the ground. No, don't do that. Um, but <laughs> he actually, you know, he played decent. I think he finished with like eight point eight two and two something like that. Which in um, that game, <laughs> yeah, and I, I think he still got a block too. Um, so you know, not terrible, not not enough to lift this team over the hump, obviously. But yeah, I I don't know. I I think he's got to stay on that first unit. I think it's best for his confidence. Yeah, um, oh, I'd agree with that. But maybe having him in there a little bit more, I don't know. I guess I just it depends on who you're playing at the two. I think if it's him and Jerome, and that's like our second or third unit. That'd be tight. Um, that sees, you know, limited amount of minutes together, but they they do it. I think that that would be good. I actually have never really been that big of a fan of any time uh, Shay and Lou are sharing the backcourt. It court. doesn't seem to work very well. Well, I here's know the thing. Mean. is like Lou is a little bit ball dominant, and yes. I, I don't fault him for that. That's just what he's great at. He's a yeah. great off-the-dribble shooter. Um, he's that guy. Yeah, he's he's that guy. His playmaking has been underrated for a long time. He definitely can make plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I feel as a whole, the offense from a ball movement perspective stagnates a little bit with Lou on the court. And it's almost like that thing where everyone's like, he's shooting. Exactly, exactly. And that's because of his role, for sure. He's been the, uh, the get buckets guy for two seasons now. I mean, with the Clippers and for the entirety of his career. <laughs> yeah, high school. Uh, <laughs> the rest of the time. So uh, I, I do think, yeah, he he's like kind of the alpha dog on that. So people kind of defer to him. For um, sure. Yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe more Milos in the second unit, but his defense is so poor. The playmaking would be great, but... Yeah, bit of a sieve he's also like he's a sieve. He, I mean, he's been putting at least more effort on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I a lot of a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions, and you know, especially with uh, Bradley kind of regressing to the to the means. Is that the is that the phrase? Yeah, regressing to the means. Hell, yeah. He's regressing to the beans. <laughs> he can't shoot for beans. Can't shoot for beans, dude. Um, yeah, something's got to happen to shake up uh, 
shake up that second unit and possibly, man, we might, I never thought I'd say this given the sheer amount of guards that we have, we might need some sort of fortification <laughs> in the backcourt. <laughs> I know. I, like, I don't know. <laughs> we have so many freaking guards and I feel like, I I just feel like the, the backcourt hasn't really been able to be consistent. For sure. Um, that drop-off is big after that uh, first unit. Oh, man. That's been the Freshies. Coming up after this, a preview of tonight's hopeful victory against the Suns. All right. So tonight we got the Suns. Couple quick notes. No Devin Booker. Woo! I think Aiden is playing? Yeah, it's said because of illness. Yeah. That spooky illness that's going around. Um, he didn't practice, but he is going to play. Seems I mean, like a bad idea, but... I don't know. They need him, and it's one of those things where... Uh, what you got your tummy aches oh my my stomach hurts <laughs> um <laughs> this is definitely our game to lose yeah uh which means we might lose <laughs> yeah so i don't i i definitely hope that's not the case but we um we are still undefeated in the pack div pack div champs y'all um so i would this i would up. i would hate to see that go by the wayside i really don't want to go on a three game losing streak and then play the Raptors tomorrow night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. First game of a back to back, which is not great. This needs to be as uh, Charles Markler always says, this needs to be a get your mind right game. This is what we thought. This is what we want on Saturday. You and I both predicted like double digit win. Yeah. For the Clippers. And then we're sorely mistaken. Yeah. I think you had like almost the inverse of the score. <laughs> I did, dude. Um, what do you think we got to do to win? Um, well, the bench definitely needs to step it up. Yes. Uh, I don't see that being too much of a problem for them, especially like Montrez, I, I would hope, would have a big game against that second unit. Yeah. Um, we got to we gotta work on our interior defense. Um, it was really, really bad last game, and we can't let those big guys get uh, get easy buckets, especially with Jackson and Ayton are going to be the, the, front, the projected front court. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those guys are big guys. I, if, if you force them to shoot, it's going to be a rough night. Neither of those guys is a high percentage shooter. You should have said your note in here. What's my note? Force Aiton and Jackson to shoot, comma. They suck. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Which I totally agree with. Yeah, I think that, uh, I hope we see another, there's no reason to believe we won't see Boban out there with Aiton. Yeah. He absolutely rattled him. Yeah. And I don't know if it'll happen to the same extent this time, but, you know, we'll see. I yeah. think, you know, I, I never know... Boban to me is always the X factor in that I never know what's, how what's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how it's going to work out, and I, I, I mean, I think to be perfectly honest, Doc isn't a hundred percent sure either. Yeah, uh, this is like those, your thing with like you don't really know his market value because it's very up and down, even his performance. Yeah, yeah, and it's one of those things. I mean, I, f- I feel this way about Boban all the time. Just throw him in, see what happens. See what goes. We'll you know? know quickly if he's going to be playing well. Or exactly. Not. Yeah, you can pretty much tell off the bat if it's going to be a good night for Boban or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I like your note about Shea versus Mikhail Bridges. Oh, that's going to come up in the matchups, but... Oh, excuse me. That'll be in uh, two and a half minutes. Um, <laughs> we got to stay calm for me. Yeah. We've been weirdly with this, like, tantrumy. I'm upset. I'm not going to say entitlement. I'm upset. Yeah, exactly. But, like, there's... So, Clips are getting upset. I'm upset. <laughs> George is in the building. Um, But, yeah, like, it's that kind of thing where I'm like, guys, chill out. We, like, this didn't... It happened like in the first game. They were kind of like rattled with like fouls being called on Beverly and stuff like that. And then it went away. Are you talking about the Nuggets? Yeah. I'm oh, just talking about the, the anger the towards opener. the uh, the refs, the refs and, and all this yeah. stuff. It's like, we don't need that. It's also just like, the, we talked about this all the time, I feel like, but the anxiety that this team gets either when a lead is being cut down or when they're at a deficit. Like, <gasps> yeah, they start, I mean, they just start making really bad calls. Yeah. Um, And it, 
I don't know. I feel tense watching them. <laughs> yeah, I agree. They with get. That. Uh, I th- I think I had a, said a thing on Twitter, but like when this team gets anxious, like we get extra sloppy. Yeah, extra sloppy for you. Um, what could go wrong tonight? Man, uh, I think the Aiton could have a big night on the inside, mm-hmm. and I don't know on both ends of the floor. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I know. I'm like Aiton could be good. He could score thirty uh, points. I don't know, man. Ariza. <laughs> wants to get traded just starts a couple of threesas from Ariza <laughs> from Ariza uh, yeah that'd be interesting Jamal Crawford might not play but he could maybe play and put up 65 points um, Akobo really destroyed us last time we played which was actually kind of cool to see because I knew nothing about Akobo um, and we got the win and so they just have so many good young guys it's really it's really really nuts yeah. how bad they still are <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. Isn't it dude. baffling? They got my guy Anthony they Melton have, out there. How many games have they won? Like four? <laughs> four. <laughs> They've won four games. They've won... You could count how many games on one hand and have your thumb left over to give a thumbs up. Pennies! Pennies! Um, yeah, I think, you know, classic things could go wrong. We play down to their level. It is in Phoenix. Maybe we were... Want to get bit by fire ants or something like that? We don't play well. <laughs> yeah, we get a little sleepy. Yeah, we get a little sleepy. It's hot. <laughs> have some of that, you know, Westmex terrible version of Mexican food. Tex-Mex? No, that's what this Westmex in Phoenix. Oh, I see. Yeah, diff- Westmex is like weird Taco John's like I'm actually not opposed to it cuz I like wet burritos. <laughs> Anything that you're adding wet to, I'm uh Here's what could go wrong. Too many wet burritos. <laughs> <laughs> Guys get sleepy. Um man, we're roasting the Suns right now, which means we're probably going to lose by 15. Um let's get into these key matchups. We mentioned I jumped the gun on one. Yeah, that uh, was yours. Shavers Mikhail Bridges. Both super strong prospects. Long. Um, both long. Both really sound defensively. Yeah. Uh, I expect these guys to kind of go at it. That'll be fun to see. Of, on both ends of the floor. For sure. Um, Aiton versus Boban. Hope we get some... Shut him down a little bit. If there's no Booker, I'm kind of fine with Aiton going off, though. I yeah. don't think Aiton's... I think he might be in a couple years, but I don't think he's ready to, like, win them the game just by himself. Aiton? Yeah. Maybe yeah. in a couple years, but not right now. I don't think he's like. I just don't think he's solid enough defensively either to like dominate down low. That because that's the thing is that I mean that's been their problem the whole time is their defense is is you know like the Houston Rockets defense ass. Yeah, I, I believe is the clinical term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I I don't think that right now he has the chops to win you a game. Um, Lou versus himself. I hope this interesting. Is a, I hope this is a get your mind right game for Lou. He's a shooter. He's going to keep shooting. That's his thing, and I like it. But I hope we're going to need him a lot tomorrow against the Raptors. Yeah. I think this is a whole actually bench versus themselves. Definitely. Like, let's kick this into gear so tomorrow. I want to see some rest. I'd love it to see Gallo and Tobias rest a little bit in the fourth. Yeah, I'm going to throw a little bit of an intangible matchup out there. Okay. Clippers versus Fatigue. I think this is going to be... Um, a, a game where it's kind of important to expel limited em- energy yeah, uh, and try to be as fresh as we can uh, for tomorrow night's Absolutely. action against the Raptors. And then you have here, real quick, last one, Tobias versus Josh Jackson. Yeah, I think that, uh, I mean, Jackson, while not a great shooter, um, and he was even out of the starting lineup at one point for Phoenix, um, been having... A, he, you know, he has his ups and downs as a player, but he's always been pretty solid defensively. And mm-hmm. I think that if he gives Tobias a hard time early, he could really get in his head. Yeah, um, yeah I, I want to see us. I want to see us play well and like close out this game uh, pretty handedly. Hopefully, what's your prediction? 
Uh, I'm going to go 112 to 98 Clippers. Clippers, nice. I'm going to go uh, 107-104 Clippers. Okay. I think it might be one of those games. Wow. Where it's it's going like, to be a nail-biter. Where it's like, damn it. Like, Why is Gallo playing... Why is he making the game-winning shot? <laughs> like we get the win, what but mean? like he should be making the game-winning shot. Yeah, oh, you mean why is it so close? Yeah, exactly. I got you. Um, I no, see. yeah, I'd love for Gallo to take the game-winning shot uh, if my life was on it. Um, that wraps it up for us, guys. Tomorrow we're going to be recapping a hopeful victory against the Suns, previewing the game against the Raptors, and seeing what's popping on Twitter Tuesdays. Are we live streaming tomorrow? Uh, yeah, it's Twitter Tuesday. We'll be live on Twitter, guys. I've been positive, Chuck Mockler, and I'm William, the opinion updike. Thanks for tuning in, guys. <laughs>